Well, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. This week's bi week, Texas Tech bi week edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. And it might be a bi week, but it is still chock full of all sorts of stuff that we're going to be talking about um, today. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Texas Tech here at the midseason. We are right exactly at the midseason. I'm going to give you uh, my predictions kind of for the next six games. And we're going to talk a little bit of Big 12, talk a little bit of, you know, I'm, I'm currently watching the Alabama-Tennessee game. Should be a fun one. Rocky Top, that's who we're for. And uh, we've got some listener questions. And then we've got the Chris Carpenter tip of the week. So Texas Tech is on their bye week this week. And I think this is probably one of the best uh, bye weeks that they've had in a while. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, their bye weeks have have come at really weird times um, throughout the football season. We are right here at the exact midpoint of the season. I think this allows us to do a little bit of um, kind of just uh, grading on the Texas Tech football season thus far, um, reset some of our expectations possibly. Touchdown Tennessee, by the way. So um, anyway, <laughs> sorry, squirrel. And oh, I just I love the little Tennessee, you know, doggy. He's just so cute. So um, and he was barking, so he's excited too. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, squirrel. Anyway, um, so I think this is a really good time to kind of talk about how the season's going and what our expectations are um, in the second half of the season here. So, you know, I said this uh, last week during the Tech Oklahoma State recap show I did that I fully expected Tech to be two and four going into the bye week. Um, you know, I did not have them beating Texas. You know, Hart said, yes, we're going to beat Texas, but Head said because of, uh, of our history that we've had um, against Texas that it wasn't going to be a, a good afternoon there at the, at the Jones. But obviously that turned out really good. And by the way, I want Texas to keep winning now because I want their loss to Texas Tech to be the reason they don't make the playoff. I think that would just be the greatest. It would be just beautiful karma for the University of Texas if they're not able to. Ooh, and I, I just flipped over to the TCU game, and Sonny Dykes, he's not real happy right now. He's screaming at officials. Um, wow, he's upset. He is really, really upset. By the way, at TCU, this, this red in your unis, it looks, it looks terrible. I um, mean, I know you want to be Texas Tech, but you don't have to put, you don't have to add a new color to your, uh, you know, uniforms to do it. So, <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so um, as far as this this football season, what uh, the grade I would give um, this football team so far? I'd probably give them like a B minus. Um, you know, I think, like I said, I had them, I had them at two and four, and so they are better than I, I thought they would be. Um, the three losses have been frustrating for a variety of reasons. Um, probably the number one reason they've been frustrating is because they've couple plays go differently and you win those games. And, you know, that's the frustrating part. You know, um, you're still, you're still not there 
in some ways, talent-wise, in some positions. Um, you know, quarterback, I think quarterback has been good. You I mean, you've won three games, but it's just there's there's still too much uncertainty at quarterback, and um, that's what's going to be interesting to see coming up in next weekend who who starts under center. We'll talk about that more uh, here later in, in the program, but um, I would give this. Uh, I would give probably this football team so far a B minus. I think the good news, and I said this on my recap last week, I think you've faced probably the best teams in the Big Twelve already. Um, the big unknowns to me are TCU, Baylor, Baylor. I think. I don't think they're as good as I thought they would be just based on losing to West Virginia. You know, TCU, I did not have them at 5-0 and right now. And, um, you know, I, I really, really was low on TCU this season. So, you know, credit Sonny Dykes for that, you know, coming in and, and, and you know, kind of jump-starting them. Um, but I still think you could beat TCU, by the way. Um, I know it's in Fort Worth, but, I mean – it's it's going to be either a home game for Tech with the fans or a neutral game um, at best for TCU, and so I, I think I think you can I think you got a shot to beat them, but um, you know I think the defense has done uh, pretty strong overall. There's still issues, um, you know. Again, um, they, they've given up a couple big plays. I don't pin any of the losses on the defense. I think the I think there were issues on the offense that really is what what caught what caused uh, those caused those games, um, but you know I've been impressed so far with Tech. I think Tech, the biggest thing is they haven't laid an egg on the field. Um, you know they didn't no show against Oklahoma State, and you know I think Oklahoma State's the best team in the Big Twelve, and you know they didn't no show. They they I mean they had a shot to win that game, and you know Oklahoma State was just able to battle back and. And you know, and get it done. Um, you know, Kansas State. I think Kansas State's still probably at this point more talented than Tech, but you had a shot there. NC State, kind of same thing. You know, um, the frustrating thing is, and my my big question going into the second half of this season for Tech is: Are you going to find a way to win a game, at least a game, on the road? Um, you've been extremely impressive at home, and I think you've got a, a, a very solid opportunity to go undefeated at home this year. Um, you've got West Virginia, you've got Kansas, you've got Baylor and Oklahoma left. You know, I, I think, I think, I think those games, all four of them, are extremely winnable. Even Oklahoma, <laughs> you know, um, I think the the best thing about the Oklahoma game is you get them at the end of the season and you potentially may be getting them at the end of the season where they know that there's no shot of, of going to a bowl game. I don't know. Um, you know, they, they won today. They beat Kansas. But, I mean, was, was that was that outcome really more about Kansas or about Oklahoma? I don't know. But, um, you know, any bottom line, I think you're going to have a solid shot to go undefeated at home. I think at worst at home, you go two and two. I think you. I think you beat Kansas and West Virginia. I think Kansas has has come back down to earth. Um, I, unfortunately, with the loss of Jalen Daniels, I, I just I don't think they're they're going to have issues struggling. Um, I think from here on out, 
And so that that will get you to five and three. If you can't beat Baylor and if you can't beat um, Oklahoma, you're gonna have to win. You're gonna have to win at least one road game. Um, the road games that are left, again, I think they're probably two very winnable road games. Iowa State, I think they're worse than everyone thought. The big red flag for Tech there is it's November in Ames, and Tech has a history of doing pretty bad November in Ames. Now, new new coaching staff, Joey McGuire's bringing a new culture. I think they, that could change. Um, you know, TCU, you've had some really solid games in Fort Worth where you've, you're able to win, uh, but you also had that 82-point 82, 82 uh you know, debacle in 2014. I, I still think TCU is going to come back down to earth um, pretty soon. You know, the their schedule is is in a their schedule's going going a bit. You know, into into the direction of um, they're going to be playing some of the 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 more the top tougher teams and in the Big Twelve. Um, so I, I think I think you could beat TCU. Um, you're going to have to play almost near perfect and pretty much mistake free football but I think you can do that you know so um as far as my prediction I I I still think this team probably ends up going 6 and 6 I'm I think they'll beat I think they'll beat Kansas I think they'll beat West Virginia and then I think they beat Either Baylor or Oklahoma. I'm leaning, honestly, I'm leaning Baylor, even though Oklahoma has looked worse than Baylor, just because I think the I think the setup for that Baylor game, all it all it takes is that Baylor game to be a night game. And it's gonna be, I think you could see the the Jones magic show back up again. Because, you know, you've got Patrick Mahomes coming in, they're 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 putting him in the ring of honor. That game's already sold out. Um, I think all you need, and I hope, I hope the TV people get that. We'll see. We'll find out Monday, but make, make that a night game. It's a blackout. I think you beat Baylor there. Um, you know, if it ends up being an afternoon game, I think, it, I think it could be a toss up. I think it'll be a good game, but I, you know, I think, you know, Baylor, Baylor, I think is more talented than you. I just, I still just don't know how good they are. Um, you know, I'm shocked that they lost to West Virginia because to me, West Virginia is the worst team in the Big Twelve. Um, the loss against BYU, I, I, that that doesn't look as good for Baylor. They played Oklahoma State tough, but so I mean, so did you. Um, to be fair, as well. So uh, that's going to be an intriguing game. But I, I think again, I think bottom line, I think you get the wins over Kansas and West Virginia. And then I think the toss-up game would be either a win over Oklahoma or a win over Baylor. I'd love to say they beat Iowa State. I just – history with Texas Tech in Ames has not been kind. And so I I just – I'm very reluctant to to pick that game. And I hope you're not in a position where you need that game to be bowl eligible. I don't think that's a good – 
good thing for for tech um you know and then i i'd love to say they beat tcu i i'm probably changing my mind i th- i think i said at the beginning of the season they would beat tcu um oh and oklahoma state just recovered a punt good job o- oklahoma state so if you root for oklahoma state you're kind of rooting for texas tech because they copy everything texas tech do- does just a tip so oh sad tcu fan <laughs> so anyway um but I think TCU is better than all, a lot of us thought they were going to be. And I think it being – even though you will have a massive contingent of Tech fans, I think you probably lose to TCU. So I still I still think 6-6 six and six is going to be where you're going to end up at. Um, but I think really – I think the good news for Tech, I think all six of these games – I don't – I don't see – them getting blown out in any of these six games. I just, uh, I think that you're, you're even or you're better than the teams that are left on your schedule. Um, it's just, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, be interesting. The big 12 as a whole, it's, it's felt like the big 12 basketball, basketball league, uh, in football this year. I, I just think top to bottom, you know, the big 12, is is probably the most competitive conference um and i think the 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 drawback of that is going to be you know i think you're going to have people beat each other up and you're going to end up with no one having a shot at the playoff i think right now obviously oklahoma state is your team that has the best shot at the playoff um but you know that game against texas could be very intriguing oklahoma state and texas that's coming up because I think right now those are your probably your two best teams in the conference, um, and then you've got I think beyond that I think obviously Kansas State I think they're they're really strong, you know Baylor I, I still like I said I, I I still don't know about Baylor by the way touchdown Tennessee now twenty one seven so um, yeah sorry Nick Saban. I also love the Rocky Top fight song. That is next to Fight Raiders fight. That that's probably my favorite fight song is is Rocky Top. And by the way, they got their mascot, the Volunteers, because they volunteered to fight in the Texas Revolution. So they're the UT to like people, not the kooky kooky crazies in Austin. So um, anyway, <laughs> um, but anyway, getting back to what I was saying, yeah. I, I think this is and, – and this this really is good news that the Big 12 is this competitive because you've really been doing it with Oklahoma being down. Yes, Texas is good, but Texas isn't light years above the rest of the conference. Um, you know, like I said, I think, I think Oklahoma State to me is probably the best team in the Big 12, but you've got, you've got some other solid teams. And if you look at the television ratings, by the way – Games, Big Twelve games that aren't Texas and Oklahoma are doing very well, um, ratings wise. You know, you know the Tech Oklahoma State game got one point six million viewers last weekend, and that was it being on Fox Sports One, which historically, ratings wise, is kind of a dud when you're on there. Um, I, the big disappointment was the way that the Farmageddon Kansas State Iowa State they were shipped off to ESPNU and. You know, to me, that's one of your big rivalries in the new Big 12 is, is Farmageddon and I think the Tech-Oklahoma State um, rivalry that we're still working on getting named. So, um, But anyway, 
that's kind of my thoughts on the Big 12. But bottom line, I, I do think Texas Tech is still on track to finish 6-6. Six and six. Could they get themselves a 7-5, and 8-4? Yeah, if it breaks in the right way. But my gut tells me it's going to be 6-6, six and six, which, you know, Joey McGuire's first season, I'm good with that. I, I think you, you've got, obviously, a massive... Um, a massive uh, upgrade in talent coming your way um, with with the recruiting class that's coming in. And so, yeah, I think, oh, this is cute. They're showing the TCU student section. Oh, how cute. They're not like the Raider Riot or Texas. That's just, it's so cute, TCU. So come come see a student in fact you'll probably have more tech students at the tcu game coming up the tcu students that'll be fun so anyway um again squirrel yeah i think that's probably where tech finishes now the big question and i had uh robert powell on twitter ask this earlier today um about the quarterback situation number one you know what are the strengths and weaknesses and who do I see starting? So I think at this point it's going to be down to either Tyler Shuck or Baron Morton. I think unfortunately Donovan Smith is the odd man out here. Um, and, 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 you know, don't get me wrong. I'm extremely grateful for the way he played. I mean, you know, you don't beat Texas, you don't beat Houston without his play. Um, but I, I also think he was he was very um, inconsistent, and there was too many negative plays from him that resulted in some pretty bad setbacks for for the team during games for him to still be kind of in that mix right now. Um, so again, I'm grateful for him. I mean, and he and he's got some big wins, you know, with him behind center. Winning at Iowa State, winning against Iowa State last year to get Tech Bowl eligible, um, winning the bowl game against Mississippi State, beating Texas this year, beating Houston. Um, but again, you know, I, I just I think probably just based on, especially based on what Baron Morton did last week against Oklahoma State, I think probably on the depth chart, uh, Donovan's probably the odd odd man out right now. Um, you know. Like I said, I think if if you do start him, I think you can still get to six wins. I don't think it's going to matter who the quarterback is, by the way. I think you still get to six wins no matter what. Um, you know, um, with Donovan Smith, I think you get um, a little bit a little bit more of a, a bigger body in there that can, um, you know, do some blocking, do uh, take some hits. Um and I think the problem is you, you're taking the you're taking the good with the bad, and, and the interceptions is probably the turnovers is probably what hurts him the most. So I, I would probably say he's he's probably not going to be the one starting. Um, to me, Tyler Shuck is an unknown, and the reason I say he's an unknown is because we don't have a lot of sample size with Tyler Shuck. We have, you know. A couple of games last year against, you know, one against Houston, he played okay. He played better in the second half than the first half. Uh, struggled against Stephen F. Austin and, you know, destroyed Florida International. But, again, it was Florida International. 
So what can we really glean from that? Um, and then, you know, got injured against Texas. And then, you know, this year had two touchdown, two touchdown drives against uh, Murray State and then was, was injured. And so I, I think with, with Shuck, it's the potential. Um, from all, everything I've, I've heard, he looks good in practice. You know, he's the one that probably is the most polished of the quarterbacks, has kind of the best potential right now. But again, there's just not a lot of sample size with him. Baron Morton, I, I we saw what he did last week. I mean, I, I was real impressed by him. And, you know, I, I thought he played a heck of a game. And really, he had to tough it out in the second half. You know, he took some some pretty uh, pretty devastating hits and, you know, still kept on going. Um, I think he's the better thrower. I think he's probably the, the best of the best thrower of the, of the three. Um, you know, and I really liked the way that they used that bootleg last week. Now, you know, will teams sniff that out more because they have video on Baron Morton? Yeah, probably. But, you know, I, I thought that was really used pretty effectively. Um, so if I have to go with what kind of what my gut is right now, I really think that's probably going to be Shuck trotting out. That disappoints me because I... My attitude is you've got Baron Morton. He's a redshirt freshman. You you can basically establish certainty at quarterback for several years to come, which you've not had at Texas Tech um, since Mahomes, quite frankly. You know, and, 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 and I'm not comparing Baron Morton to Mahomes. I'm comparing the situation of, we are not going to have this situation this in the spring of uh, who's going to be the starter, and you know yes you go if you go with Baron Morton you get you're signing up for freshman mistakes I get that, but I'd kind of rather I'd I'd rather have some certainty at quarterback, which has been lacking at Texas Tech in the last few years, so I think that I think Shuck will be out there if he's healthy. Um, but I personally, I prefer if they would go with Baron Morton. So, and and really, this might be a moot point for next week anyway, because it sounds like Shuck is not even going to be evaluated until next Monday. So, they may they may roll with Morton at, uh, against West Virginia, have Shuck be the backup, and then if Morton struggles, then then bring in Shuck, and then you would bring in Shuck for Baylor. So we'll see. But that's kind of what I would like to see. Excuse me. That's what I would like to see happen is bear, go with Baron Morton. So um, it's really it, I think, as far as football. Well, I've got one other thing to say. I just need to clarify something because I kind of got in trouble this week on another radio show because um, I basically said Tech has not done a very good job of recruiting um, quarterbacks post Mahomes, and I think the host thought I was, you know, downgrading the current quarterback room, and that's not what I was doing. Um, you know, when I'm talking about Tech's not done a good job, what I'm talking about is the fact that for several recruiting classes in a row, Texas Tech did not recruit a single quarterback, and so when you go in that direction you're having to rely 
on transfer quarterbacks. That's why we ended up with Shimanek and Henry Columbia and Jackson Tyner. Um, and most of those were misses. I mean, I thought, um, you know, I, I think Shimanek did okay. But, you know, Tyner, I mean, he started, what, one series against Oklahoma. That was kind of a mess. And, um, you know, Columbia, I just, I, I just wasn't, wasn't ever a fan of Columbia. I just thought that was, you know, basically at best a stopgap, at best a game manager. So, um, in, in addition to, um, you had, you had some bad luck. I mean, you, I think you swung and missed on, on Jet Duffy, you know, on paper and based on how he did in high school, you you thought Jet Duffy was going to be this great quarterback and it just never materialized, you know, and I think unfortunately Alan Bowman, uh, he was, you know, had those had those uh, you know, pretty devastating injuries. And, you know, I think he could have been potentially a pretty solid quarterback here at Tech. It was just the he just got bit by the injury bug too many times and you ended up with um, you know him into transferring out, but by the way, classy of Alan Bowman a couple weeks ago when Texas Texas uh, lost to Tech, uh, he tweeted out and you know it was very nice of him to do. So, um, but that's I think that's why you've been in the problem you have been, and I think now with Joey McGuire and I think Joey McGuire is a lot more focused on high school recruiting, especially Texas recruiting. I think you will see at least one quarterback every year in the recruiting class and you've got you know Jake Strong from uh, Justin Northwest that has already committed uh, to Texas Tech. So I think you're 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 trending in the right direction now. So um let's talk a little bit about basketball and then we'll talk Cowboys Chiefs. Um basketball picked to finish 5th. I'm okay with that. I'd rather them get picked. They were 4th picked to finish 4th last year. I'm okay with them with the lowered expectations, I think Texas tech thrives on those lowered expectations. And, you know, I still think this is going to be another very solid Texas tech team. Um, they're going to surprise people. And I think you can get yourself again, NCAA tournament, maybe even to the second weekend of the NCAA tournament. So, um, I'm okay with them being picked fifth bottom line. So, uh, Cowboys, we got two big NFL games this week for both of my teams. Cowboys play the Eagles. Chiefs are going to play the Bills. I, I'm still not sold on the Cowboys. I think, I think again by default they're probably going to make the playoffs because the NFC is is certainly the weaker of the conferences this year um, compared to the AFC. But I, I, I still think that I would not put the Cowboys as a favorite to win the NFC. Um, I think Philadelphia has looked better. I hate to say that. Um, I think San Francisco probably has looked better um, than the Cowboys. I, I also hate to say that too. And, you, you know, Green Bay, I think will they'll have a, they'll, they'll, they'll finish strong in the regular season. And then we'll just see if they can, you know, finally buck their, uh, their trend of just flaming out in the playoffs that they struggle with. So uh, I think the Cowboys probably lose tomorrow. I think, you know, this is, this is, seems right for Philadelphia to just go off. It's in, in Philly. And, you know, I, I, I think probably Philly wins. Um, I think the more intriguing game is Kansas city and Buffalo. To me, they're the two best. They're not only the two best teams in the AFC, they're probably the two best teams in the NFL. 
and this will not be the last time these two teams play this year. You know, just mark my words. They will they will be probably meeting again in the AFC Championship. Will it be in Buffalo? Will it be in KC? Well, tomorrow could go a very long way of determining that. And I think I think it's just gonna be a fun game. Um I think Kansas City wins. I think it's at Arrowhead. I think that's going to favor Kansas City. Yes, Kansas City had their struggles against Oakland last week, but they found a way to win. Um, you know, I just I think Kansas City gets gets the win here. Should be a fun game. I, I if it's a repeat of the AFC Championship game, it's going to be a big treat to watch um, tomorrow. So, but yeah, I, I lean kind of towards Kansas City winning. Um, but again, there's there's going to be a rematch. So. Um, any other big news? Uh, we did. It does look like Big Twelve uh, is going to have Texas and Oklahoma for the next two years. So, my dream of ending the Tech and Texas series with the Spurs in their hands. We got to go. We're gonna have to go down to Austin and win. So probably. I, like I said, I just I'm ready for them to leave. I'm. I don't like this weird lame duck you know 14 team big 12 that we're going to be ending up with i just tear the band-aid off ship them over and i think it's from my understanding it's fox that's holding back um them them from leaving so yeah i mean i guess we'll just have to play texas again you know and and the way that the way they're working it is they're linking teams together and yeah tech and texas of course going to be linked together so we'll see them, you know, home and home in basketball, you know, which is fine, you know, whatever. But, it, it, you know, it, it's time for the new Big 12 to worry about who's going to be there and not the two teams that aren't going to be there. It's kind of my opinion on it. So we're going to take the break, and then when we come back, it will be time for listener questions. And welcome back to this week's edition of The Chris Carpenter Show. It's now time for listener questions. And remember, the best way to ask me listener questions is to follow the official Twitter of The Chris Carpenter Show, which is at The C Carp Show. Also follow the official TikTok of The Chris Carpenter Show, which is just simply The Chris Carpenter Show. So we've got a couple questions. We've got our old friend Orinthal. He is, he is in the area. So lock your doors, everybody. Uh, he is in Paducah this week, home of the Dragons. And he asks, "What do you think of the new Broncos?" Um, well, I've you know I've talked about the Ford Broncos that the new ones. I really like them. Um, you know, I need everybody to listen to my podcast more so I can afford to buy one of those new Broncos because that is what. I want my next car to be as one of those Ford Broncos. So I think they're just cool looking, um, you know, gas mileage wise. Are they the best? Well, pff, no, but you know, sorry, I'm an SUV. I've, I've haven't, I've had an SUV now for 10 years. I'm not going back to a car, you know, I'm at, you know, I'm SUV or bust. So, you know, we'll just, we'll just, if only we had oil in the United States to drill for, and then gas wouldn't be so pricey, you know. <laughs> so, but no, I really like the Ford Broncos. I think they're cool looking. So, all right. Um, next question we've got 
Virginia from Wolferth, home of the Friendship Tigers. Friendship Tigers. Friendship Tigers. Fight, fight, fight. And, I th- and they won last night, so congratulations to them. Um, if Big 12 institutions were horror horror films, which school would be which movie? Ooh, that's a good question. So, uh, full disclosure, I'm not the most, like, biggest Halloween, like, fan of Halloween movies. Uh, by the way, I'm not going to see the new Halloween movie, Halloween Ends, because Halloween Kills was awful. And from all reports, Halloween Ends may be more awful. So, no thank you. <laughs> so, uh, well, let's let's talk about it. So, if the Big 12... So, I'm going to try and work everybody in. We'll see if I can do this. So, let's start with uh, Freddy. So, we got Nightmare on Elm Street. That's the Freddy Krueger. Um, the dude that, you know, he, he uh, shows up in your nightmares. I'm going to say that's Oklahoma because... Oklahoma, even though they're down right now, they still are a nightmare for Tech. I mean, Tech hasn't beaten them in, like, what, 2011 was the last time. And 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 the games have been, quite frankly, nightmares most of the time. So we'll say uh, Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street, that's the OU, that's Oklahoma Sooners. Um, Friday the 13th. So we've got... Jason, Jason's mom, spoiler alert, he was, she was the killer in the first one. Um, who would be the Friday the 13th Big 12 team? So, an overprotective mommy and a son that's weird and he has to wear a hockey mask. Let's go with, I mean, just because it's weird, because it's we're talking weird. I mean, it's got to be University of Texas. I mean, keep Austin weird. So we'll we'll say Friday the thirteenth is University of Texas. Um, so Halloween, Michael. Ooh, that was a terrible shot to Bryce Young. I wonder if that. I don't know if they called that targeting. Twenty-one ten, by the way, Tennessee. Um, let's talk the Halloween, the Michael Myers movies. There's been there's been some good ones. Halloween one, two's decent. Don't sleep on Halloween three, by the way. I mean, a lot of people don't like that one because it doesn't have Michael Myers. But I, I, they thought outside the box, and I think it's a very successful movie, quite frankly. Um, so we got the good and the bad. We'll say we'll say that's Texas Tech. Texas Tech is Halloween because they're sometimes good, they're sometimes bad, they're sometimes ugly, like the latest Halloween, you know, Halloween kills. <laughs> so we'll say Texas Tech is hollow is the Halloween movies. Uh let's see. I'm gonna think of some more horror movies. Let's talk Scream. So I saw that uh Scream 2 last week in theaters. They were doing a special like event. Scream one enjoyed that. Saw the new one back when it came out in January. It was it was kind of predictable. So Scream. So Someone that likes to terrorize people with phone calls and likes to copy other movies? Oh, that sounds like Oklahoma State. So we'll say Oklahoma State is the Scream movies. Um, I know what you did last summer. We'll use that horror film franchise. 
So yet I know what you did last summer, and then I still know what you did last summer. They never made the third one, and Mike's suggestion for the third one have been would have been like, seriously, I know what you did last summer. <laughs> so that very cheesy movies. You got a weird guy rock, walking around with a hook. Um, so weird, weird guy, weird people will say TCU. We'll say that they're like, I know what you did last summer because they're weird. <laughs> And and they're inferior to other horror movies. <laughs> um, I'm running out of horror movies to think of here. Um, okay, I guess the Hellraiser. That who's that dude? Pinhead. Um, so Pinhead, we will say is West Virginia because they're a bunch of pinheads. I don't know. We'll say that. Um, and I'm out of Halloween movies. I can't think of any more. Oh, uh, it's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. That's very wholesome. Linus. We'll say that's Baylor. Um, the home improvement Halloween episodes where they're playing pranks on each other. That seems fun and wholesome. We'll say that's Kansas state. Uh, (laughs) I think I'm finally out of Halloween movies to think through to, to, uh, to compare, uh, oh, touchdown Oklahoma State! They are they are romping up on TCU, so I, I'm not surprised. Like I said, I think Oklahoma State's the best team in the Big Twelve. Um, obviously, I'm changing my prediction. By the way, of uh, it's not going to be Bedlam in the Big Twelve Championship. And I'm just going to go Oklahoma State, Kansas State. I'm I'm going wild card there, baby. So anyway, I'm out of Halloween movies. So sorry, Kansas. Sorry, Iowa State. Uh, sorry, new schools. I don't have horror movies for you. So <laughs> there you go. Um, I think that's all of our questions for this week. Oh, I have got Bruce from Cornutus, the thriving metropolis of Cornutus, wants to know what are my thoughts on the baseball playoff? I'll be honest with you. I've not paid a lot of attention to the baseball season. Um, I just haven't, just to be honest with you. Um, so I think it, it's been interesting to see that the Padres and the Dodgers, the Padres are winning right now. The Padres are a very talented team. I mean, you know, that the core of that Padres team, I mean, they want to, they want to, you know, the minor league triple a championship with, um, with the El Paso Chihuahuas. So uh, they are very talented. Um, Ooh, they're showing barbecue. I guess this is from Fort Worth, and it looks really tasty. Um, not as good as the Shack or Rahino Barbecue. So if either of y'all want to sponsor me, DM me. <laughs> so anyway, get, getting back to what was my point? Aside. Squirrel again. Um, what was my point? Oh, this is a, oh the baseball playoffs. So. I'm leaning towards probably the Braves winning the NL. Um, it's gonna, I think it's going to be Braves-Dodgers. I think the Dodgers probably come back and win, even though I kind of would love the the Padres to, to win. So I think probably Braves are going to win the NL. Um, the AL, I think it's going to come down to Yankees and Astros, as it always does the last few years. And... I'll pick the Yankees. And so we got Yankees and Braves. 
I don't know. I mean, the Yankees are overdue to win a World Series. They haven't won one since 2009. So I guess I'll go with Yankees. I don't know. Like I said, I really – I've my attention in the Major League Baseball has waned probably in the last 10, 15 years. I just – I don't pay attention to it. I can't even get – like the Rangers, I can't even get them on, you know, my television. So I don't pay attention to it. So anyway, good questions. We will uh, go ahead and take our break, and then when we come back, it will be time for the Chris Carpenter Tip of the Week. And welcome back to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. It is now time for the Chris Carpenter Tip of the Week. By the way, touchdown Tennessee, it's about to be 28-10. to 10. Those fans in Knoxville are going to go nuts if they win. So, um, anyway, last squirrel of the day. Um, so, this week's tip of the week deals with the beginnings of fall, which we are entering into the beginnings of fall. It's starting to be cold. Um, it's starting to get a little cold and stuff, even in Texas. Um, so, find a find a good warm food item to fix. And the crock pot is a really good tool that you can use to cook warm foods, whether it be chili or whether it be beans. And you can put beans in your chili. I won't judge you. I, I sometimes put beans in my chili. Or a really good warm soup. But, you know, take as, as it starts to get colder and as we start to see less daylight, make sure you're, you know, you can get yourself in the mood by fixing yourself a really good, um, hot food item from a crock from your crock pot. So, and if you don't have a crock pot, get a crock pot. Those are they're really good tools. You can cook all sorts of things. I've even cooked lasagna in the crock pot. So, that is the Chris Carpenter tip of the week. Um, I will see you next week. Here is the plan for next week's programming. Um, Texas Tech is going to play at two thirty. Or excuse me, not two thirty. I think it's two o'clock. It's something two two thirty. I'll look it up um, next week against West Virginia. So I'm probably going to record the regular edition of the Chris Carpenter Show um, on Friday, and then I will record the um, recap of the West Virginia Texas Tech game either Saturday night or I might may do it on Sunday. So you are. I'm hoping to get you get you two episodes of the Chris Carpenter show next week. So, but I hope everybody has a great week. Um, we are almost midway through October and we're getting near Turkey Day and we're getting near time to put up a Christmas tree, which I put my Christmas tree up early. So, if you want to say something about it, come at me. <laughs> anyway, hope everybody has a great week. I will see you next week for The Chris Carpenter Show.